welcome to Stargrim and Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast for a special midweek episode. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and with me I've got... David Janella. Yeah, just the two of us here for the midweek pod, uh, and we've got some things planned. We're going to go through some locks that viewers... viewers... Uh, listeners have sent in over the last uh, couple weeks. We'll talk through those a bit. Uh, and David yep. did not do the podcast uh, on Sunday, so uh, I want to hear what David has to say about the nearly two-year-long wait, uh, two years of build-up, and what he thought of the uh, the episode. Uh, yep. So that's what I've got to uh, just kind of kick off things, David. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do all of that, and uh, I also um, I have some corrections. Oh. From your pod oh, uh, on was... Sunday, I hope that doesn't ruffle any. I mean, it's me- I actually it should ruffle feathers. Yeah, David. Because I, when are you guys going to learn? I uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I wish mm-hmm. you had brought this up beforehand because um, that is quite embarrassing for me. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How embarrassed my face is so red right now. Listen, um, you should uh, you should have you have the sheer tool anyway. So I, everything I say can be cut out of this podcast. That's true. Uh, this is Mike Marbach. I'm the only person doing this podcast at the moment. No, that's right. <laughs> what? That was uh, that was Mike cutting my voice to make it just <laughs> be me agreeing with him the entire time. Uh, okay, so I want to hear what you have to say first, and then I want to hear everything we did wrong. Okay. Um, so, I mean, what I have to say, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because our listeners already listened to you all uh, do this. So what I would say is that um, last Sunday's episode reminded me of, like, imagine you were in a relationship for, like, all of your 20s, like, all of your 20s and a little bit of your early 30s. And you're like, this is the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I'm going to have children with this person. And then you two break up. Mm. And you're like, damn, I am suddenly 32. The hairline ain't what it used to be. The waistline ain't what it used to be. Oh, the old gray And I got to start, I got to start dating again. Yeah, you'll agree. And you're like, you're like, I got to You're like, I better I got to And I got to get after it. I need to I need to start hunting now because I mean, whatever I am now, things are only going to go south from here. Sure. Right. So you're like, you, you're you know, you're at the bar and you're hunting. You have you are greedy and you are ready to go get it. Sure. That's how Game of Thrones fans <laughs> are. Right. We just spent two years waiting for for more Game of Thrones. And every Game of Thrones fan is is got a has, their biological clock is ticking. Yeah. So yesterday's episode was, or Sunday's episode, well, was frankly a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we we're, we're all sitting around like we spent the last two years basically, uh, you know, coming off heroin withdrawal. Telling ourselves stuff like, oh, they say every hour, every episode is going to be like a feature length film. Oh, they they said that, you know, they consulted heavily with George R. R. Martin about this, that and the third. Oh, oh, oh. well, guess what? We just got a 54 minute episode. That's just people uh, saying hello to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. it wasn't just that. <laughs> but but like, you know, look, I got. Look, I got three more years with the hair I got, and then it's all gone. Uh, I, you know, I got three more years before I could get pregnant. Whatever. Oh, like, we, we're running out of time here. 
And so an episode like that is slightly insulting, um, yeah. especially when you spend mm, – I'm going to – the episode was 54 minutes, so I, I'm just going to just ballpark it here. When you spend 52 minutes um, watching John wee around on a CGI dragon <laughs> – Wait, wait, um, dude, what, what is he doing? He's weeing around <laughs> on a CGI dragon. Uh, that's uh, that's not that's not for me uh, what I'm looking for sure. at this late juncture. Yeah. Uh, now Rob uh, mm-hmm. of the podcast Rob Alessiani brought up something to me today. Mm, never heard. Uh, of <laughs> um, Rob doesn't ring a bell. Um, he had brought up the fact that he felt like the, uh, dragon riding should have been a much bigger deal. Uh, and it was seemingly just glossed over, um, as, as something that happened, uh, and not necessarily as a a buildup. Because you think about, like, even looking at season five or so, when Tyrion went down into the dragon pits, like, that had Mm -hmm. more tension and buildup than... For the the only other person we know of in this series uh, that's alive uh, to ride a dragon, um, and there wasn't. It was just like, yeah, he's up. They're flying around, and we could stay a thousand years, and no one would find us except for Bran. Um, well, I mean, I guess my response to that is, um, is it weird that Cindy Crawford's daughter is good looking? Um, I'm not sure if this is a trick question or not. (laughs) It's not, right? Is it weird that Sidney Crawford's daughter daughter is is good looking, by the way? Okay. I don't remember. I would not be surprised. If if she has a daughter, I'm pretty sure she's good looking. Yeah. If I saw a photo and someone said, this is Sidney Crawford's daughter, I would not be, uh, I would not be surprised. All right. I just Googled her. Yeah. All right. Is it, it's so so we agree that it's not weird, and it wouldn't be weird if Cindy Crawford had a good-looking daughter, no. right? No. So why would it be a big deal for somebody that we know is a Targaryen to ride a dragon? Uh, fair. If the show wanted to make it a big deal, they should have had John ride a dragon before he was known as a Targaryen. Uh, yeah, but we know he didn't know at the at the time. Danny doesn't know, uh, so there's some in-world stuff, and there's some, you know, uh, audience things. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think anybody, and like, I, I think this is also part of, uh, you know, part of why the episode was a little disappointing. I think it's a little bit. <clears throat> It's not very interesting to watch characters learn information that you already know. Sure. Uh, sometimes, you know, it can lead to a good dramatic moment, but mm-hmm. most of the time it really doesn't push the plot forward in any meaningful way. I mean, you know, it was such a great scene when, um, you know, when Elena tells Jamie that she killed Joffrey. Yeah. But also um, part of, the, you know, the most important part of that scene, let's not forget, is that Olena is dying and is choosing how she wants to die. Yeah. And is choosing what to what to do in that in the time while she dies. Right, right, right. Um so you know, I mean, much like how I didn't care when uh you know, when uh Davos learned how to read, <laughs> I don't know if like I'm you know, 
I want to see Jon Snow's parentage be revealed in moments where there is uh, political meaning. Yeah. Um, but learning stuff that we already know in situations where it doesn't really mean anything mm-hmm. doesn't really mean anything. Okay. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What did you like from the episode? Uh, Were there huh. any redeeming qualities for this near two-year-long build-up for you? Oh, I mean, you know... You know, my my love of Game of Thrones is a comfortable love, right? Um, to some extent. So, like, it was just nice seeing everybody. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was really funny um, that Bran just sat in a courtyard for 48 hours while he waited <laughs> for Jamie to arrive. Yeah. Um, so that was very funny to me. I'm waiting um, for an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm intrigued by, uh, and actually there was just an article written about this in The Ringer, but... I'm intrigued by the notion that Tyrion might uh, be stupid now. <laughs> stupid how? Man, I just don't know when the last time he did anything clever was. Yeah. Like, when was the yeah. last time Tyrion had a good call? Yeah. Yeah, everything like we saw throughout Season 7 was just um, gone to shit. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Cersei continues to be the best character on the show, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's just she's just crushing it. Yeah. Uh, and her her being obsessed with elephants was funny. Uh, you know, her whole uh, shall we call it courtship with Euron was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I thought that was all really good. Yeah. Um, I think story wise, the more interesting mm-hmm. thing for Tyrion at this point mm-hmm. could be that he turns heel. Um, and that there was some sort of secret conversation between him and Cersei, uh, and they've worked something out. I don't know. Um, but, because otherwise, what's his place? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's ugly. Um. He's really, I mean, he's so much of, he seems so much like an odd man out now Yeah. that I'm starting to think that he's going to wind up being the one who ends up on the Iron Throne. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could fit within some of the themes of the story, too, I guess. Um, yeah. uh, crippled bastards, broken things, and and what have you. Um, yeah. So that's that's possible. I still think Sansa will uh, will pop in there. Um, how do you feel about the the North? Like, let's say let's let's pretend, David, that you well, are... other than finding out that the North are, are big time racists. <laughs> 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 uh, They're just used to things a certain way. <laughs> All the coal mining jobs are gone, David. They're from a different time. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just like tradition. <laughs> yeah. Make Westeros great again. Uh, yeah. So let's pretend, uh, for, mm-hmm. for Pod's sake, uh, that you are a northerner. Okay. You know that there are, uh, there's an army of the dead that is marching toward you. Um, mm-hmm. People you know and trust have fought or at least seen this um 
so it's pr- you're pr- pretty clear that this is actually happening. Okay. Do you care where, like, who the king or queen is? Because uh, the issue was that Cersei, not Cersei, uh, Danny showed up. John bent the knee, uh, and now she's she's going to be the queen of of this land. Uh, do you care at this moment, or is that something you care about later? Well, I, I think you care at the moment. Um, again, you're asking me to pretend that I'm some... Uh, a racist. Uh, backwater, <laughs> brain-freezed racist. But yeah, I think you care. I mean, and I think there's a uh, an unfortunately long-documented uh, history of people not rallying to obvious moral issues because their leaders did not, or because the wrong leader was in office. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, I think that it is, um, now, and we can argue about the efficacy of, uh, how game of Thrones is telling that story. Yeah. But I, I think that it is a fair, uh, it, it, I think they are behaving in a way that comports with my belief, my understanding of people. Yeah, sure. And it's also not, it's definitely not as clear cut as, uh, I was making it seem. I mean, they, sure. uh, the Targaryens, uh, the last Targaryen, Ares, uh, the second burned their, you know, northerners alive, uh, cooked them in, yeah. in their armor. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, and that's what, you know, then we have this whole war and whatnot. Um, so yeah. there's definitely history, uh, there. It's just, I don't know. I, I have, I have a tough time putting myself in, in those shoes. Like there's an army of the dead coming. Uh, do I care now or do I care later? I think I care now, but, uh, I don't well, necessarily as, worry about as it. As Andrew Stanton said, uh, five years ago now at this point, it's, it's like if 99% of the scientists in the world said we have about 15 to 25 years yeah. to uh, address climate change or we're all going to die. Yeah. And everybody uh, focused on anything else. Uh, I have a hard time coming, like pretending that could ever be the case, David. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yikes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. It is hard to imagine because we all stepped up to the plate so yeah. much. We uh, yeah, we completely turned things around, and yeah. uh, as soon as we saw that uh, climate was in trouble, Mother Earth was we in danger. That, we saw that there was a problem, and we just you know with steely determination we did what was needed to be done. <laughs> we did what was needed. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Great. So. Yeah, I was just curious what you thought of the uh, the northern northern arrival um, of of Danny. Uh, is there anything else in the episode that you uh, gave a shit about? Mm. What about uh, well, the saving it, of shit? Such a hard, harsh what, term. What about the uh, saving of Yara? The saving of Yara. Yeah. I hope that they wrap that. Uh, I hope that they wrap that storyline up because there are all these storylines that I care about. And right, so we're now. This is a six-episode season, right? E- yes. 
So we got five episodes. Mm -hmm. At least one of them is going to be entirely battle, and I wouldn't be surprised if two of them are. Yeah. Well, we know that uh, Miguel... Sapochnik, I maybe not. I may not be saying that correctly. Uh, the mm. the one director who seems to direct the majority of the bigger battle episodes is directing two episodes this season. Okay, so we, so by my math, we have probably like we have like maybe like four to five scenes with most characters left, if that. Yeah. Uh, and... David, I'm going to need to see your math. Show me the... You're going to need to see work. my math? Yeah, show me the work. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll post it on the SRM <laughs> uh, website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and so, so any... Any like side storylines or, or characters that I don't care about that they can uh, that they can wrap up and send away, I am very fine with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, because so, like, look, I, I think the the Greyjoys are an interesting story, but like, I don't care. I like 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 I like I'll trade I'll trade some Yara Theon stuff for more uh, more Sansa John, more dragon riding. more more drag <laughs> yeah i just want a whole and, and you know darn it they should make a disney ride out of that yeah they should make a disney ride out of that Dra- <laughs> flying a dragon that'd be a gas <laughs> you're you're kind of uh like seinfeld with vocal fry right now <laughs> um i'll take it deal i'm done uh yeah yeah. Okay. So nothing, yeah. nothing else in the episode stuck out to you. Um. I mean, it's, you, the way you keep saying it, it makes it I'm sound not, like I'm not leading I mean, to anything. I, I know, but it's just nothing. So nothing else stuck out. I, I mean, I, I think um, I listened to you to the episode from a couple of days ago, and I think you guys, uh, you know, summed a lot of it up very well. So sure. I have, uh, yeah, I've, I, I think. I have no more observations to offer about the episode. Okay. So just turn off your podcast now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you do have, from my, from what I understand, a list of corrections. I have a couple corrections. Uh, first correction <laughs> is, it's only two. First correction is um, you, everybody talked about uh, how the beginning of the episode was referencing Bran in uh, season one, episode one. It's actually referencing Arya in season one, episode one. Um, it is Arya who is running through the crowd, uh, dressed as a boy, trying to get a look at the uh, at the king's processional uh, uh, before she joins. Yeah, I, I think that there's I, I think there's definitely some some Bran in there too because when, no, there's yeah, not. When, no, David, you're wrong. Bran was trying to get a look at the uh, procession of the king, and he sees them sees them coming. I think that you're right where. The uh, it, I think it is a little more directly Arya, but there it's definitely allusions to, if anything, the both of them uh, with the different climbing and whatnot that was going on. Well, I I should have known that. I should have known that there was no way that you would accept that you were wrong on that. I'll take I'll take a split. I'll take a fifty fifty <laughs> split on that one. <laughs> 
Um, and this one was not on you, Mike. Um, but uh, y'all gave uh, you guys gave um, Frank a lot of shit uh, for calling uh, Dolores Ed Dolores Ed, um, or he was I guess he was saying Dolores Ed. Dolores, yeah. Um, and I, just for the record, um, Dolores is or Dolores, it's the where the emphasis is, um, is a one hundred percent valid pronunciation of that word. Um, Rob, who was saying like a Dolores, is off. <laughs> um, it comes from the Latin dolor. Um, so, Frank, uh, you were mostly right, and uh, especially as somebody who you said you were only reading that word. Uh, a completely valid way to pronounce Dolores Ed's name is Dolores Ed. So that was that. Okay. So right. two two minor uh, corrections. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I you know if again if I had combed over the episode with a fine tooth comb, maybe I would have found more. But you know one of the uh, benefits of me being retired <laughs> is that I, I don't have to do this work anymore. Yeah, at the SRM Beach House. Yeah, I'm at the SRM Beach House. I'm drinking uh, Dragon Mimosas. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got you got. 50, I'll give you fifty for the Aria, um, and I don't care enough to argue about the other one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic. You know, I do have. Um, I actually do have a uh, a sweet tweet. Oh, sweet tweet! And it actually, I guess, it kind of falls into the. Um, it, 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 or it, it, it's uh, it's related to my last correction because it actually comes from Frank Farrell. Okay. Well, you have to uh, you have to. This is our first sweet tweet segment of uh, season eight. So right. hit me yeah, with let the me game. Uh, let me get it queued yeah. up. Hold up. Uh, hit me with it. With the drop. Uh, sorry, I had the I had the um, I had the sound box ready. Okay, here we go. Here we go. One second. Click. Brr, brr, brr. Sweet tweets. <laughs> Welcome to Sweet Tweets. My name is David <laughs> Um So first of all, here's the here's a tweet from Frank that I really liked, which is uh, reads as follows: Dolores Frank. Brand, Dolores Frank. <laughs> Brand really seems to think he's the only one who's gone through it. Like John kicked the bucket, still hugging people. Arya can still flirt after becoming a murder machine. Sansa has been abused by almost everyone she knows. Still says hello to family. Bran, you aren't special. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This is this is a a sentiment that uh, I think a lot of us had, and I think Frank uh, really kind of uh, expressed it succinctly, which is yeah. why is why are we giving Bran a pass for being a jerk? Yeah. Uh, um, along those lines, uh, uh, I guess a side tweet, um, side sweet mm-hmm. tweet uh, that is. Um, uh, a friend of the podcast, I would say, Shauna uh, Stoltzfus. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, de- definitely friend of the podcast. Yeah, uh, has, uh, I saw a tweet earlier, today or yesterday, uh, where she says, basically, because I don't have it in front of me, uh, but, like, Bran can still hug back, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. his arms work. <laughs> yeah, he can still, like, hug back. Um, and, and here's he the thing, right? It's like... If he has all this knowledge, all this amazing knowledge, yeah, then shouldn't he know that people 
like being hugged back even if you don't like it or you don't care about it <laughs> yeah like in his head is he like you have two paths one is the hug back and it gives them satisfaction makes them feel loved two you can do nothing and act like a piece of shit you choose yeah. piece of shit yeah yeah it's like are we like we, we're trusting this guy for guidance and he doesn't know that his sisters and brothers would like a hug from him? Yeah. And if he's the Three-Eyed Raven now, the Three-Eyed Raven that we knew uh, mm-hmm. was sh- always showed more emotion. He was mostly yeah. emotion. He was like, uh, I don't know if you'll... Cause I know you're he's not like, a, you must not do this yeah. and that. He touched you, didn't he? He did, he touched you. Um, yeah, so he, he was he was more, more emotional. Um, I, I think if he could get down out of that tree, he would have hugged some people. Oh yeah, he would have kissed some babies, or he—I mean—or he would have <laughs> smacked somebody. He would have done something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. that was a uh, sweet tweet. That was the sweet tweet. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'm sorry there aren't more sweet tweets, but y'all got to stop tweeting uh, like gifs. Yeah. Everybody's tweet nowadays are—they uh, are oh. When brand turns up and then a picture and it's like, listen, I love them. I love them all. Yeah. But you being able to find the perfect picture of SpongeBob. Yeah. For, you know, the moment of brand sitting in the courtyard waiting for Jamie doesn't get you into sweet tweets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I using also didn't other, do as much. Using I also didn't do as much research as I should have. What? I was saying using other pop culture to... Uh, express your opinion of pop culture uh, is mm. yeah it's it's um it's it's the way of things right now it seems yeah uh, you also didn't what did I say that uh, I don't know we were kind of talking over each other you know what let's okay, just take it back to the beginning of the podcast hello everybody and <laughs> <laughs> um, David you have some mail oh yes I do. Uh, um, we have some we have some locks that people sent in. We're going to discuss a little bit. Uh, we don't want to take too much more too much more time, but we'll go through, um, we'll go through maybe some, some of your favorites. Yeah, yeah um, hold on one second. Let me just uh, get the sound queued up here. Uh, <laughs> sweet lock. Let me wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Do I open the mailbox? Do I open the do I open the Ravens? Do I do I go into the vault? Oh, so many things. Oh, Hold on, I think I've got it. I think I got it. Uh, <laughs> stone cold locks. All right, so we got a couple locks here. We're going into um, the vault. So, uh, what'd you say? We're going into the vault. We're going into the vault. Um, so first of all, um, I just want to. <laughs> we're not going to read his. Uh, we're not going to read his predictions uh, because he already sent predictions. But uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, listener uh, Tom Hannigan who uh, who wrote in uh, like two weeks after he sent in his first predictions, and uh, with the title "Less Boring Predictions." <laughs> Hi everyone! I listened to your predictions episode and remembered how fun these can be. And how boring my work. Here are some amended predictions. Uh, and Tom, we got your predictions. They're on the sheet, so you're eligible. Uh, we won't punish you for that. Um, and but he he ends his uh, he ends his predictions with this uh, this little phrase. Also, no one has ever cared about silent credits. Thank you, Tom. Ooh, shots fired. 
Shots fired. Again. Again. Uh, then we have uh, we have some locks from Kiara, who you might remember was last year's Stone Cold Locks winner. Mm. Uh, so this is the reigning champion. So you, we will absolutely read these out loud. Oh, this is the um, Kiara that got the hat. This is the Kiara that got the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. AKA, yeah, the championship hat. Yes. <laughs> and Just so uh, she, waited, she waited for that hat almost <laughs> as long as we waited for Game of Thrones <laughs> to come back on the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, David, sometimes when you get a new phone... Not all of the uh, email accounts uh, get, you know, you don't remember to set up all the email accounts that you have. Uh, no. So things slip through the cracks. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, there's, uh, there's a Nintendo at my dad's house, I swear. Anyway, uh, Kiara's picks are as follows. One, Ghost Will Bite the Night King. What a great pick. <laughs> She's playing the game. Does he break uh, his teeth? Two, Cersei and Kyburn start researching Wait. slash slash attempting to Wait. build their own army of the dead. Hold on. Uh, oh, okay. Does Ghost break his teeth? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Is he like bite? He's like, <laughs> and he's just gums for the rest of the show. <laughs> Final episode, they just cut to somebody feeding Ghost with a butt baby bottle. <laughs> what was that second one? Second one is Cersei and Kyburn start researching slash attempting to build their own army of the dead. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's got that, that hand. Pretty nice. He's got that hand that Rob is obsessed with. Oh yeah. Rob keeps bringing up that one hand that Kyburn wanted to take a look at. Um, yeah. To say nothing of the fact that they have the zombie mountain. <laughs> They've got the tools. Yeah, they got the tools. Got the tools. They got the talent. Yeah. <laughs> To quote Ernie um, Hudson in Ghostbusters 1 or 2. I'm not sure which. Mm. Hmm. Uh, number three, Hot Pie comes to Winterfell with a wagon full of baked breads and pies. Mm. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because. Uh, is he going to be like Guy they, Fieri that visits uh, the different um, disaster zones? <laughs> he's like signing frozen meals and throwing them out. <laughs> Oh my god! I will. No I, I, I will there. laugh though if, if Hot Pie comes with a wagon full of pies, <laughs> and he's like, "I said, be go forth, <laughs> be bountiful." Yeah, yeah uh, that would be it. very funny. All right, and the fourth one is long, so uh, she writes, "Bear with me here." Um, okay. Bran will reveal, and we will see this revealed mm. that in an alternate timeline slash reality. Mm-hmm. Ned never went south with King Robert, mm-hmm. and Robert successfully murdered Danny, so there were no dragons, which mm-hmm. caused Westeros to lose the great war against the Night King. Everyone dies, and there's an endless winter. Mm-hmm. Thus, the series starts with King Robert coming to Winterfell, and we are witnessing the timeline reality where the collective choices of the characters align and the living win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need to suss this out, but basically I think what she's saying is that Bran uh, bucks up. <clears throat> I get, no, I don't think it's Bran fucks up. I think it's that Bran uh, 
become is that brand uh and, and we, we there are versions of this brand it orchestra has to orchestrate his own father's murder in order to uh handle the white walkers okay okay uh, and how does this uh, serve the story that we're currently in, or is it just like a little side plot? I guess the way it serves the story that we're currently in is, you know, everybody's trying to figure out, all right, what does Bran do with his tree power? And the thing that Bran, the thing that Bran does with his tree power is, you know, it's like, does he go back in time and whisper to the Mad King and make King Aerys Targaryen go mad or whatever? Yeah. No. Bran goes back in time and makes and makes King Robert come and bring his bring Ned Stark down to Winterfell or down to King's Landing. Okay. Okay. Look, it's not mine. It's not mine. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just having trouble thinking uh, thinking through uh, is all. Um, beautiful yeah. prediction. Beautiful prediction. And, and Kiara, if you if you would like to, you know, uh, write to us and uh, elaborate on that, we would uh, love to read it. We might not read it on the podcast, but we'll look at it and uh, <clears throat> sleep a little and better. think about it. Yeah. Well, honestly, we'll probably read it. We're, we're <laughs> desperate for content. Uh, <laughs> uh, she has two honorable mentions that are fun. Yeah. Um, which are Jamie will get a dragon glass hand and slap a white with it, <laughs> which is, um, is my new favorite prediction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and then she says, oh, uh, Gendry can make it for sure. What's that? Uh, Gendry can make it. Oh yeah. He's what? already doing a custom job for Arya. So it'd be nothing. Yeah. He can be uh, like and then fist. her second prediction is Brienne will die protecting Jamie and Tormon. Oh, Brienne will die protecting Jamie, mm-hmm. comma, and Tormund will weep very dramatically. Oh, if we see Tormund cry, I don't know what to think. Jamie will die. What? One more time. So Brienne will die protecting oh, gotcha. Jamie. Okay. All right. And Tormund has a cry. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, and she picks uh, Danny and John to share the Iron Throne. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of people seem to. Uh, I want to see where you're at on this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, not like, or don't see any chemistry between uh, Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark. You with that? Well, I mean, Kit Harrington's a married man. It's true. He's a married man. <laughs> uh, um, cha You know, it, it's hard to say because. Uh, Daenerys at this point is uh, we still haven't seen a lot of um, we haven't seen her be rom- uh, romantically vulnerable yeah it, since season one yeah right and I mean and romantic is almost not the right word to use there, but you know, she, uh, she had her moments with Khal Drago. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, we've seen her be vulnerable, but, uh, she, for the most part projects such a powerful, 
aura that we haven't really seen those quiet moments, which was kind of why the dragon ride scene was almost necessary because you have to really show, you have to give, show these, give these characters a chance to like believably fall in love beyond the whole I'm hot, you're hot thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I think people are, are, are fair in that assessment. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you'd love, again, you'd love for them to, I don't know, not waste 50 minutes of last episode uh, on stuff that doesn't, like you just wish that they had more time and that they had done like maybe a fuller season. Yeah. A fuller season six where you can really kind of build that a little bit. Yeah. I would love to have seen a, a, an episode or, or not an episode, but like a scene where you just saw the two of them eating at the same table. <laughs> yeah. Like just have seeing them have a conversation over a meal, you know, mm-hmm. that used to happen a lot in game of Thrones That's and now sure, it doesn't yeah. happen so much. Yeah. Um, we've got a ton of predictions. So do you mind okay. if I uh, yeah, plow through? All right. This one comes from Christian Missinac, uh, who says, uh, Hey guys, love the podcast. You once gave me a shout out, I think in season six, mm. after I told one of your mutual friends that I love you. Wow. Welcome it was back. my proudest day. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> I think I do. But anyway, I I uh, Christian's uh, predictions are uh, Daenerys kills or otherwise incapacitates Jon Snow when she discovers he has a stronger claim to the Iron Throne. Mm. Mm. I think that's, that's with the way she's been acting, that's in the cards. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Um, this is a parlay. Both Tyrion and Sam survive because they are both obvious George R.R. Martin surrogates, and I don't think he'd kill them all. Very nice. Yeah. We love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Three, the Iron Throne itself is destroyed. Yeah, I can see that. Love, love that. And, I mean, we look, we've got dragons. What if they, they can burn do down the Iron Throne with dragon fire, turn it into a big Valerian steel bullet that <laughs> they shoot into the bad dragon? Is the is the Iron Throne Valerian steel swords? Nobody knows how Valerian steel is made. Uh, speak for yourself, David. Oh, sorry. I know the secrets. No, I don't. Oh, um, I know the secrets. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, cha-cha. yeah, I'm just, uh, I was just curious if the, the swords that made up the Iron Throne were Valyrian steel, because if so, yeah, melt that shit down. We need it. Yeah, I think, and I don't know what I'm basing this on. I don't know what information I'm basing this on, but I think. I like it already. The swords from the Iron Throne are iron. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Who knows what to say? Who yeah. knows? Um, so that's Christian from Chicago. Oh, no, sorry. Number four, Arya and Gendry get to smooching. What a great prediction because Jesus Christ, they were looking at each other, yeah. uh, in this last episode, yes. weren't they? They were in fact, uh, he says, PS is Rob's mountain voice. Just Homsar from Homestar runner. I think we went into that at one point. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then his PPS is, I forgot to pick for the Iron Throne. No one. Monarchy is dissolved. Oh, mm. love it. Love democracy in Westeros. For sure. Give it to me. Yes, please. Uh, then we have, yo, check it out. It's our boy, Matthew Burgess. Yes. Mr. Drummer himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on tour. Uh, Be careful out there. Yeah. Um, 
By the way, he says, I did a show at Carnegie Hall back in September and thought about taking a train to Philly for the day, which makes one wonder, do we know what band this guy's in? <laughs> uh, He's doing stuff at Carnegie Hall. Is he like backup for Andre Bocelli? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's a backup drummer for, for Andrea Bocelli. Um, who knows? Um, but all, all I know is, uh, first of all, he uh, he created a fantasy league that uh, that we can't it, we don't have time to talk about it on the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's great. Um, and we maybe will have a separate episode where we talk about a fantasy league or talk about his thing. Okay. Um, but his Iron Bank predictions. Yes. One. Theon has an heir. Somewhere in the world is a child who we learn is the child of Theon from all his years as a player. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that happening, but I also don't care. Uh, yeah. Like, story-wise, I don't really, like, who cares? Um, but I can, I can see that. I think that's a solid prediction. Yeah, it would be funny. It'd just be, it, that's just like a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, and then he, he took one of my old predictions, which I love. I think it's already wrong. Um, it actually, in fact, it is, <laughs> which is, he said, uh, no nudity in the final season. And then in parentheses, oh, yeah. he just wrote no breasts, no cocks. Oh man. Well, unfortunately, uh, Multiple. there were three naked sex workers in yeah. the, uh, first episode. So, uh, that's a, that's a scrub already. For a total uh, of, uh, three boobs, I think, uh, if my math. <laughs> <laughs> three boobs? I think we saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless boob is just the set, right? And then there were three set. No, so I three think they boobie. all had one boob each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, his third is, in a boring nod to J.R.R. Tolkien, G.R.R. Martin ends his story in a similar way with Arya sailing off into the west. Mm. And then he writes, whatever's west of Westeros. Yeah, I think it's just the uh, the big floating trash heap. Yeah, it's the Pacific <laughs> Trash Island, where yeah. the dude from uh, The Life of Pi winds up at some point. Yeah. Um, and then number four, we've seen wolves, we've seen stags, we've seen bears, snakes, and falcons. Is this a poem? In season seven, we've no, and, and in fact, I changed, I wrote, the, I said it way differently than he wrote. He just wrote, we've seen wolves, stags, bears, snakes, and falcons. <laughs> uh, I want a poem, uh, David. A poem. Uh, oh, a poem, we Papa. finally, in in season seven, see a kraken, and that is what destroys the Golden Company before they get to Westeros. So the Golden Company is already in Westeros, but hey, yeah. I want to see a kraken more than anybody. Yeah, I'd love to see a kraken. Love to see a kraken. Uh, and oh, the one thing I'm seeing here is I don't think Matthew has put a. Uh, has put a, a, a Thrones pick, which is fine. Maybe it's um, the uh, Theon heir. Maybe. Oh, maybe Maybe it is the Theon heir. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Who has zero claim um, to anything. So, um, oh, and then he, Matthew also wrote in after this most recent episode to say, to me, one of the wow moments was when Beric Dondarrion lit his sword on fire and uh, set the zombie aflame. Yeah. Uh, it looks nearly identical to the Targaryen sigil of the three dragons. Yeah. Then I thought about what was now on the wall, fire and blood. Mm-hmm. In your learned opinion, is this a coincidence? Are we supposed to be making some kind of connection between the White Walkers and the Targaryens? 
this is a great email. Uh, mm-hmm. We probably should have led with this. Um, I also saw these pictures and saw this, um, saw some of this analysis. Yeah. I am, uh, I am slightly, because it's so spirally, yeah. I'm a little bit less convinced that it is, uh, it is a direct nod to the uh, Targaryen sigil, but mm-hmm. First of all, that fire and blood call, I haven't heard that articulated, and yeah. that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and second of all, I mean, it would make sense. Like, it would that would be great if it was. Yeah. Um, I remember reading somewhere where they said the spiral thing is just uh, a choice that they made, and that uh, it's that basically every there are so many cultures that have adopted a spiral symbol as like a quasi religious. Um, symbol that they felt like giving it to the white walkers made sense, but that could also easily be, um, obfuscation on the part of the series developers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what to, uh, what to make of it. I didn't see that, uh, as I was watching or have those, have those thoughts, but in the, the day that followed or so, um, when you're looking at the, you know, the tweets and whatnot um, did see that kind of popping up here and there. Um, and I'm with you a bit, I would say, uh, where it's, um, I think there's, there's something there, but I wouldn't go so far as to say there's a connection between the Targaryens and the White Walkers, mm-hmm. but I could, I wouldn't be totally surprised if there's, if there's some sort of connection between the Targs and the, uh, uh, the White Walkers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's crazy to think that what if all of this is just like the White Walkers correcting uh, the actions of, you know, correcting some kind of wrong that happened, you know, in the Roberts Rebellion. But yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who mm-hmm. knows? Um so, Mike, we have, like, four more predictions left. Okay. Do you want to get into them all, or, or do we, do we want to save them for a future pod? Uh, I would say, yeah, hang on to them. Um, uh, and cool. Well, then I'll just shout out the people yeah. who, who sent them in just so that they know they're coming. Yeah. Uh, John from Oak Ridge, New Jersey, shout out to you. Hello. Uh, shout out to uh, Missy, who does not say where she's from. Uh, but, uh, shout out to Missy. Uh, we got yours in and we will definitely be, uh, talking about that. Shout out to Linda. We got yours as well. Um, oh, and shout out to Vinny. Vinny, we got yours. Um, so we will read all of those in a future episode. Yeah. Uh, and if you are out there, uh, and you're listening, thinking, how can I get my emails read and made fun of on air? (laughs) Uh, then email us, uh, or tweet at us, uh, at SRM podcast. That's on Twitter. Uh, or email us, uh, SRM podcast at watercooler.com. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that will get to us. We will go through it. Uh, and we got a lot of people that listen to the podcast, not a lot of people that actually engage. So your chances are pretty good. Yeah. Engage. And, um, I mean, are, are we closing predictions Closing the vaults, uh, you know, going in the forward. sense that are 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 people who are people who uh, who write predictions and now no longer 
eligible to win a prize that they will receive in 2025. At this point, yeah, once the episode episode one is aired, I think the uh, the vault is closed. Uh, but we will discuss for fun purposes. Yes, we will discuss for fun, and um, you know, still email in, email your thoughts. I mean. Jesus, I, I don't know. It, it must be nice to hear your voice read on a pod. I mean, hear your name read on a podcast, I'd imagine. Yeah, by two big stars such as us. By two big stars <laughs> on opposite sides of the country. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so that's it for mail. Uh, do you have any final final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, what do you think's coming in, in episode two? Jamie's arrived in Winterfell. How do you think that's going to go? I just... I just think it's going to be fine. I mean, if Bran is so goddamn impartial that he can't even hug his... You know, brothers and sisters. Yeah. I have to think that he's going to just be like, well, hey, Jamie. Like, he's just going to make one snide comment. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Uh... You know, unless he sees some kind of uh, destiny for Jamie. But I, I'm, I'm excited for things to really get moving Yeah. Um, in episode two. And I'm going to say. I'm, my, I, this is a this is an on the spot prediction. I'm going to say mm-hmm. I don't know who it is going to be. Somebody's getting married in episode two. <laughs> uh, like one of those pre-war we have to do this now kinds of things. Yeah. And I, I think I, I have two thoughts that have been lingering in my mind recently. One is that, um, like, what if we go with like, you know, how like an old timey rom coms? Yeah. Uh, there would be like if a couple was married, even if they hated each other and there was like clearly somebody better for them for the entire rest of the movie because yeah. of like uh, the Hayes Code, the pe- the couples yeah. that were married would always get back together at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking to myself, like, what if, what, you know, again, and I've been kind of mulling over in my head, what if, you know, uh, Tyrion Lannister lines up on the Iron Throne? I'm like, what if Tyrion and Sansa, uh, just kind of un, like, they're like, we're already married. Yeah. Uh, and something happens with that. Yeah. That's actually the second time I've heard that today. Um, because I mean, because I think the one thing that was interesting in this last episode was they just they they showed every Stark that has working genitalia um, paired with somebody that would make a uh, that would be a uh, I guess a meaningful royal couple, right? Yeah. You had a scene between Sansa and Tyrion. You had a scene between Arya and Gendry, and you had a scene between you had many scenes between Jon and Daenerys. Yeah. Um, and I could see any of those three couplings being the final coupling uh, that sits on the Iron Throne. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I think there's, uh, I, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see either a wedding or in Sansa and Tyrion's case, maybe a, uh, some kind of reaffirmation of wedding, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, or, you know, or whatever that entails, but basically them saying, yeah, we're, 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 acknowledging the fact that we were married to each other okay uh so we'll call that your mini locks that's my uh, mini lock mini yeah. locks if i had mini locks for mm-hmm. uh the just this episode 
Um, mm-hmm. I would say that we are going to see at least one mid-level to major death. Um, mm. Like one character is going to be killed off that people care about. Um, okay. Uh, and it's not going to be a Greyjoy. Um, it's not like, going to be Because as I've already said, someone that people care about. Um, uh, uh, and the, the, this is a more general one. I would say that it's going to be more table setting, um, more kind of setup for things. There's going to be some action. Like I said, there's going to be a death. It's not going to be an accident. Um, no one's going to fall down the stairs. Um, but, uh, minimal action and still a lot of just bigger piece moving kind of things, uh, because the, and I'm just judging this based on the director, uh, David Nutter, uh, who did mm-hmm. the first episode two. Did the first episode, uh, yeah. So he's, he's up for episode two, uh, and then we get Miguel doing episodes three and five. Uh, so I think that we, 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 we call in Nutter when we need some more story, big moving pieces, kinds of things. Um, and we get Miguel in here when we need some, we need to kind of clear the table. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. You, I mean, hearing you talk about this makes me think, uh, we're going to see, yeah, we're definitely going to see a marriage next episode. Yeah. I'm locking that in. Okay. A marriage I'm and life in. and death. We're going to um, see. I think we're going to see a marriage. Uh, and I'll hedge. I'll hedge by saying if we don't see a marriage, we're going to see Arya and Gendry hook up. Okay. All right. I accept that. Um, all right, David, anything you uh, you or any you want to plug quickly? It doesn't have to be quickly. You could talk about it for a long time. Oh, God. Um, honestly, not this week. Um, follow me on Twitter at David LaSoul. Okay. Um, sometimes I tweet, um, but other than that, uh, just everybody go forth and have a blessed week. Is that in your Twitter bio? Sometimes I tweet. Uh, no, I think I say like, uh, you know, proud father and husband, (laughs) something like that, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which I am neither. (laughs) I thought you were going to go into the, uh, the gladiator, uh, quote, um, Husband to a murdered wife, or something like that. So, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, you can follow me on all the things at Mike Marbach. Uh, and you can go to watercooler.com uh, for this podcast, other podcasts. We're doing Killing Eve, which is a fantastic show. Uh, and the podcast is eavesdropping, and you can find that on watercooler.com as well as iTunes. Alexa, you can ask Alexa to play it, as well as Stark Raven yeah. Med. So try that at home, too. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so check check that out as well as uh, phillyimprovtheater.com for Oh, yeah, smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, rate and review us on all the iTunes. Yeah, please uh, please rate and review. Uh, you know, let's just say this. We'll announce this right here. Uh, go to iTunes, rate and review Stark Raven Mad, and we'll do one of our old-time uh, review contests. Uh, we will, oh, um, yes. Let's say for the next, by episode four... Uh, if you rate and review the podcast, uh, we will send you a, send you a prize, uh, six to eight months later. Um, <laughs> no. Six to eight months, ambitious. <laughs> uh, so yeah, write a review. You have to write a review because we can't see the stars. Uh, so write yeah. a review for Stark Raven Med on iTunes and, uh, 
we will do a randomized winner for anything that's left between now and uh, the start of episode five. Yeah, and if or you no, can't four. think of what to write for a review, just write that um, nobody cares about silent credits. <laughs> that's going to be the PS to every review, and I'm okay yeah. with that. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. David, thank you for joining me live from the SRM Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.